Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside. And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV. I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market. Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes. So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed. Good evening. Hello, Nick. Hello, Mel. (laughs) How are you this evening? I'm good, Nick. Wow. We are aggressive tonight. (laughs) You are spicy. Do I need to put some hot sauce next to you? I'm I'm spicy all on my own. That's true. That's true. You are. Uh, Do you know what we're watching tonight? I have no idea. It's funny you say that because I didn't. No, I always know. I had a plan for tonight. Yes, yes. And I am trying to figure out how to get my VCR to hook up to our projector so I can watch certain movies that I have on VHS. Yes, I said VHS. <laughs> if you are unfamiliar with this technology, it's fairly Googleable. So have fun with that. But anyway, uh, that was not working tonight. I literally tried. I dusted off my projector that was like 15 years old and tried to hook it up to the VCR and no go. So I need more modern technology to get the old technology to work. All that is to say, (laughs) the movie that I had as a backup, I've literally had this movie in my back pocket for at least 30 episodes. Whoa. In case something went wrong, if the internet went down, if anything happened, I had this movie sitting in my back pocket. What movie is it? What's the backup? It is called a film called The Saint. The Saint. Have you ever heard of this film? (gasps) I've heard of this film. What do you know about it? I, okay, so I think it has a really good soundtrack. I think my brother (laughs) bought the soundtrack for this movie. And it has Val Kilmer in it. Because I've seen the CD cover. Okay. More older technology. Sure. Um, And yeah, I don't remember what songs were on the soundtrack, but we liked it. It was good. Okay. That's all I know. I never saw the actual movie. <laughs> you don't know anything about the movie at all? No. Nothing? No, nothing. Can you even recall in your going to your mind palace and I'm, picture the CD? I'm in it. I'm in okay. the mind palace. Right. I can picture the CD. Okay. It's. I think it has Val Kilmer's like, face and it's blue. Blue, okay. Mm-hmm. Is there dust on the furniture in the mind palace? Have you cleaned in a while? <laughs> it's always clean. It's, it's always a mind clean. palace. Okay, fine. Sorry. It's pristine. My Thank mistake. you very much. <laughs> okay, so Val Kilmer. There's blueness. Uh, anything else? Do you want to guess anything about the plot about this movie? The same, I think there's like techno. Techno? Okay. On the CD. Oh okay. my gosh. I think. <laughs> I could be totally okay. off. No, but that makes sense if my brother liked it. Sure. And I don't know. Is it a heist movie? Heist movie? When I hear, you when I think me. of techno, I think yeah. heist. Okay. So, I don't know. All right. So it's a- Ooh. I'm so excited. Starring Val Kilmer. Mm -hmm. It's a heist movie. Yes. Um, What do you think they're going to try and steal? I I don't know. Okay. Moby. Moby? Well, I was going to say Val Kilmer is probably going to try to steal someone's heart. But um, Okay. What are you uh, excited about or dreading about the experience we're about to behold? Oh, I'm so excited because I always wanted to see it. Okay. Um, And I'm excited to see Val Kilmer. He's just awesome. Yeah. 
And I'm excited to see who else is in the film and to hear the soundtrack again. (laughs) Yes. This is going to be a really interesting one for you because like music from Mm -hmm. different times in your life really triggers stuff. So for sure, it'll be interesting to talk about this. Okay. So I need you to make up a movie poster for me and a tagline and then we can go check it out. Okay. I'm dreading that it might not be good. Maybe it's a movie. I don't know. (laughs) It was your backup. So why wasn't it on the Hmm. A-list? Well, you know. It happens. Um, okay, so movie poster. Um. Yeah. What's the movie poster? <laughs> There's so much drama. Happening. So much drama. Um, I don't know. Um, okay, he's called The Saint. Yeah, he's so, the Saint. So um, I don't know. Like, Please tell me why he's called The Saint. Why do you think he's called The Saint? I don't know. Is it like a cover? A cover? You know, like maybe he... Oh, because it's ice. Right. Got like it. Okay. So he... He maybe it's some sort of okay. disguise or whatever. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. <laughs> collection. He's taking collection. He's taking collection. Okay. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good tagline. I like okay. that. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Great. And movie poster. Movie poster. I just keep picturing the CD cover. Uh, I mean, that's f- perfectly valid. That's probably pretty accurate with him. But then he's he's wearing like a cross, a cross, okay, on a, on a chain around his neck. So that's that, and it's like like shades of blue, All like right. a blue filter. All right. Well, let's go check it out. Let's do this. Woo! A man without a name can never be identified. We've got a handful of false identities used on visas, passports. My name is Bruno Hartenfaust. I am Ivanovich. I'm Tony. Tony St. Hubbins. A man who doesn't exist can never be caught. I've been chasing him for nearly two years. He eluded a hit squad this morning in Holland Park. A man who doesn't love can never truly be alive. This woman has discovered something that will revolutionize the world. It's a formula for creating energy. You will steal it for me. How did you do that? Magic. When we master this technology, then we dictate terms to the West. Give it up! You got no place to go! I escaped. I always escape. Paramount Pictures presents... Nicholas Owen... Louis Guinella, Peter Damien. All the names of Catholic saints. A story about betrayal. You've got to get away from me. I'm not going anywhere until you tell me why you lied to me. I don't know what you're dealing with here. Redemption. I can't trust anybody. I never have. And destiny. Kill him. And bring her to life. If you want to live, you can leave my side. From the director of Clear and Present Danger and Patriot Games. The army must be mobilized. The balance of power is about to shift. Val Kilmer. Tell me you love me. Elizabeth Shue. Who are you? The Saint. You want to go get some coffee or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. Um, 
I don't know what to say. We're going to be talking about this podcast. Hopefully it's not boring. <laughs> You've been talking like this pretty much ever since we saw the movie. This is true. <laughs> I cannot help it. After I've seen this film, I start talking like this. <laughs> I can see why. It's very fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. You just saw The Saint. I know. Yes. Wow. Wow. What did... Uh, what what did you think? What, what what's going through that beautiful mind of yours? <laughs> I got to check a really great box. Like wow, I always wanted to see it. Um, it was it was fun. It was a romp. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, it was a little more serious than that because it was a lot of romping in Russia. I mean, it was. <laughs> that's that's a T-shirt if I've ever heard one. Um, there's. There, it was a romp, I would say. He was always playful, like the stakes were high and everything. Mm-hmm. He, he's kind of very Spider-Man-esque. Mm. Spider-Man is like fighting foes, literally can be killed at any moment, but he's like quipping and having fun with what he's doing. It's kind of the vibe you get. Yeah, it felt very Mission Impossible to me mm. um, with the technology and uh, yeah. like the how is he going to make it out sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah all the gadgets it's all the more impressive though besides mission over mission impossible because it's just him yes there's There's no government behind him no team not even yeah not even like his redacted people to help him or anything just him yeah which is yeah he's kind of schizophrenic that's how he gets through it he's just all these different people and he just imbues those people i was surprised okay i really enjoyed the movie yeah it was a lot of fun Uh oh it was a caveat coming no no caveat no no buts like it was great um val kilmer is a treasure (laughs) he is a treasure (laughs) i agree i agree with you and all the casting was awesome the 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 two bad guys Mm -hmm. they're really interesting on their own like and they're really good um, and then the love interest, the, the, the father doctor. and son, right? Is yeah. that the two you're talking about? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The father and son and their their glorious hair. Their glorious <laughs> hair. Oh my goodness. I didn't realize. I, I think I did realize when I watched it, the hair on the son is he's like a he's like a conditioner commercial. That's like what we talked about the whole movie. Yeah, was we, his we hair. really did. We really did. Yeah. Yeah. It's way more impressive for the record than Brad Pitt's hair in World War Z. Mm. Just throwing that out there. Sorry, Brad Pitt. They're in the same. They're in the same level, but yeah. okay. Hmm. I, I don't think anything tops Brad Pitt's hair. I, and that is like that breaks my brain. <laughs> I mean, I am the first to admit Brad Pitt has amazing hair a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. But World War Z, he's not supposed to have amazing hair, and he doesn't. It's part of his character. So anyway, I'm not going to get off on a tangent. I just feel on this. like jealousy is <clears throat> shading your is judgment not, here. No, jealousy is shading my judgment. Of the character in this movie's hair, because I'm like, wow, man, can I make my hair do that? <laughs> what product do you use? Is what it is Russian? It, yeah, what is going on with that hair? Anyway, we should probably talk about the plot. <laughs> can you give us a quick summary? What? I, yeah, sure. Um, what I was going to say oh, please, yeah. earlier was that I was surprised at where the movie began. Right. So um, it oh, begins yeah. with like the early life of this boy, and he's like in a Catholic orphanage or something, mm-hmm. and um. Oh, it's so sad. Like he gets in trouble because he won't. What was it? He won't say his name. Yeah, they gave all, him all a kids, saint's name. Yeah, all the kids are named after saints. Yeah, and he doesn't want to have that name. So. And the headmaster is cruel. Yeah, and so he refuses to say it. And he, the headmaster's like, "Fine, no one gets dinner." 
and you can sit right there. And I'm like, that is like you when you were a boy and you didn't want to finish your food. And your mom was like, fine, you can Mm -hmm. sit here. And then I think you fell asleep at the table. Yeah. So this kid, he sits there. Literally, I did. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I very much. This this had a deep connection for me. I can see why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that and the hair. Oh, yeah. So this kid, he waits until like the father's gone and like all of the everything's died down and they brought the food out and they locked it up so they could just watch it yeah Yeah. just torturing these little Mm -hmm. these little kids Mm -hmm. and um so he has like this cool little gadget and he picks the lock and he opens it up and all the boys are like yay we get to eat so they get to eat um go free the girls who'd been locked in their rooms yeah the girls were like locked in their dorm without dinner so they're like we have to bring food to the girls so they do that and there's this really touching thing where he's like on the other side of this balcony mm-hmm. suspended over, I don't know, two stories maybe. Yeah. And they get caught. The kids are running back. And the girl that he kind of likes, they're like joking about kissing, which they're way too young for this. Oh, yeah. Um, And she falls off the balcony and she dies. Because the, the headmaster released the dogs on them and the dogs oh, right. knocked her over the edge. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's like his memory. And then it like flashes forward to where that boy ended up. And he is a modern day thief. International man of mystery. (laughs) Yes. He has any number of disguises. Mm -hmm. He can become anyone, anywhere. Mm -hmm. He has passports and like lockboxes hidden all over with his wigs and his mustaches. So he's doing his thing. And he, um, he has like, he wants to get to 50 million. That's like his... Yes. If he has that much money in the bank, he's out and he's going to stop doing all the bad stuff. I think in 90s, I think that's like 100 million now because this was in the 90s. In my head, I just picture 50 million being like 100 million now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I would take either for the record. But So what is this? Oh, the final thing he has to steal. Yeah. Um, he gets hired. So in Russia, oh my gosh, there's so much. There's like this mm-hmm. political stuff. There's mm-hmm. a There's a president. Mm-hmm. But then there's this other guy rising in power mm-hmm. and he has really good looking hair too. And his Not son as as his is has amazing hair. Yeah, yeah, but he he's trying to make a play for the for the the seat. I bet power. the I bet the dad uh-huh. totally intentionally picked the mom based on her hair because he's like, <laughs> I know my son will have wonderful hair. We will rule this country with luscious locks. <laughs> that's exactly I'm sure what I'm happened. Pretty sure that's what happened. In fact, that's probably the backstory the director gave him. It could be. I can't wait to see the prequel on this movie. <laughs> Uh, do you want? No, please. I'm done. A hair diatribe is paused. Okay. I'll probably Uh, bring up more later, but go ahead. So meanwhile, there's this woman in America. She's a doctor and she is close to having the formula or has the formula for cold fusion, Mm -hmm. a source of energy. And this was like the hope of the nineties that there would be this energy source that everyone could have that would not have any emissions Clean. And it would be clean, yep. free energy. And mm-hmm. she has it. He has to steal it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. To give to the Russians. Enter yeah. the meat cute. Wow. I always <laughs> think of like a piece of meat when you say that. But yes, talk about the meat cute, your new favorite phrase. <laughs> um, it's actually my old favorite phrase. Oh, it's sorry. like so two oh, months ago. It's so two months ago. Anyway, um, how do they meet? He like. He's sketching. 
he he does what everybody does. When he you really care about her. someone, you research someone, stalk them, yeah. break into their apartment, <laughs> learn about them, and then custom tailor a character based on their father yes. and her passions and her inner diary <laughs> private thoughts. Yes. And then you clandestine create a meeting point where she would stumble upon you. Yes, that's exactly what he did. That's exactly how we met in college. <laughs> Interesting. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> so his way of meeting her is he's like waiting yeah. And posing sort of. Well, I mean, yeah, he's he's yeah. an artist with long hair. Yes. And he's what South his, African too. Yeah, yeah. So he like actually learned that accent yeah. from a real person from South Africa. Nice. Yeah. Um, so she sees him and she's interested. Um, oh, I was gonna say something. Sorry. Shoot, I don't remember. I, that's one of my I love I love when he's talking as a South African. It's some of my favorite <laughs> quotes in the movie. <laughs> Yeah. They actually met before that because he like disguised himself as like a Oh yeah. A the kind of nerdy, nerdy older guy yeah, yeah, yeah. with like big teeth and he was sitting behind Balding. her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They mm-hmm. already he already had talked to her. Yeah. Anyway, she totally falls for it. But then he has like a crisis of conscience, like he likes her, should he steal this and yada mm-hmm. yada. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up having to do it because they're going to kill her anyway and yeah. just take it. So yeah. Things go crazy. She's kind of on the lam with him. They're like in Russia. At one point, she's like going after him because she learns the truth. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to turn you in anyway, you little phony person. <laughs> Scallion, you little phony person. Actually, when she confronts him, it actually I'm, reminds me a lot of how you would confront someone. <laughs> I know. I'm so good at insults. <laughs> you, man, you. <laughs> Oh, oh this is a long summary, but it is. Um, they end happened. up like winning, right? Like, yeah. Um, even pref- though the original movie, she was supposed to, she was going to die. She was going to die. They in the were going to have her die in the original movie, what? and they the rewrote the ending. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What was she going to die of? Um, one of the Russian guys was going to like stab her in the leg with um, poison? like a poisoned cane. His cane. What? Because that was a yeah. big thing in the movie His that cane. the yeah, son yeah. had this cane, and that's how yeah. you knew he was coming. Yeah. It's probably why I bought a cane in the 90s, too, actually, now that you, I think about it. You bought a cane? Who wouldn't buy a cane in the 90s after seeing this film? Someone who could walk without <laughs> the help of a cane? It's I don't stylish. Know. This man could run. He, he could. could run very fast. And he had fashionable hair. I, I digress. Uh, no. Keep, I know what you're going to be for Halloween back this to, year. Actually, that's a great idea. <laughs> and it would give me an excuse to buy the cane. There you go. <gasps> oh, wow. Okay. So... Okay. She was going to die originally. I yes. did not know that. Yes, she was. And wow. then they did a test screening and everyone hated it. They're like, no, yeah. she can't die. And it was like three quarters of the way through. And the rest of the movie was going to be him kind of like avenging Ooh. her death and like. Wow. Making yeah. things right and all that. Yeah. Interesting. This is a way better ending. Yeah, I agree. I like the whole wrap up of the performing miracles, like doing that thematic thing. I like that. What do you mean? Well, he co- he ticks through. He he identifies oh, become right. a saint. You have to perform three miracles, right? And so he has like different things he classifies as miracles. And yeah, I think the first one was getting the cold fusion to work. The second one was the bad guys getting caught, and the third one was her falling in love with him. <laughs> and it all happened. It all happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Wow, that was a lot. So. You liked this film, correct? I really did. I loved it. I, I loved too. it. It was, like, it was very fun. It was a very uh, formative time for me. We were talking about this during the film when I was trying not to be distracted. I have a DVD of this, which 
Your uh, movie poster was spot on with the DVD menu. It's Val Kilmer, just his head with the blue. So good well, on you for your memory. Yeah, thank you. That mm-hmm. was all due to the soundtrack, yes. as I've already said. Shout out to your brother, yeah. Um, so this movie, though, was the 90s, and there was such a great run of film in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, there was just a lot of fun action and just fun energy movies. I really enjoyed 90s movies as well. I know we usually watch 80s movies, but I like to dip in every once in a while to the 90s, too. I'm glad you do. It keeps me going because yeah. I love all the films that we watched from the 90s. This this one, though, um, like the I had so many quotes that I regularly do with my friends from this movie. The one was the the German guy. That's a very frequent one. That's fun. And the one where when he's Sir Thomas More and he uh, not Sir Thomas More. That's <laughs> Sorry, Thomas Moore. He's a saint. I'm thinking of Sir Roger Moore. Right. Who is the saint from the TV show. Yes. And has a cameo at the end. He does the voiceover. Anyway, when he's when he's Thomas Moore has a South African accent and he, he falls and he like cuts his forehead to like do that. Like just the way he talked was hilarious. <laughs> like I was weeping thus slipped. I was thinking of you. <laughs> like it's so over the top. It is. And. Yeah, that's the most unrealistic thing about this movie for me. I want to talk about the most unrealistic thing. I like to do that in movies like this. Most unrealistic thing about this movie for me is the fact that Elizabeth Shue's character fell in love with him. (laughs) The poet South African guy. See, that's why her casting is so good, though, because Mm -hmm. I believe it. She has this, like hopeful joy Mm -hmm. this joyfulness to her and like she's also very breathy that's true she (laughs) is and like um so she's you can see that she's smart right Mm -hmm. she's Mm -hmm. extremely intelligent yeah but that hasn't um dampened any of her creativity or her imagination and and her Mm -hmm. love of, of imagination yeah yeah well i'm just saying uh, he he was such a caricature that it's <laughs> yes. just crazy to think about someone that smart could fall for that and that would be their yes that feels unrealistic do you have a most unrealistic part of this film um I, my mind first goes back to the beginning when he's breaking into the uh, uh, it's like the a microchip. place in Russia yeah he's yeah, getting like, a microchip mm-hmm. that's how he kind of like gets to know the russians yeah. actually and why they hire him steals from him yeah mm-hmm. yeah so he he's breaking in and there's like this big big speech going on yeah and the son leaves the room to powder his nose to powder yes yes <laughs> to put it politely yes and he he sees an open window yes and then he's like on high alert like oh yes. no the window i don't know Yes. That to me was unbelievable. Like, really? That's well, first. That's off, all you see. But it was the winter, and they had no heating, like no fuel. Yeah. They were running out of fuel, so maybe that I, explains it. I think he just sensed it with his hair, because his <laughs> hair could like feel the disturbance in the wind, and that just put him on high alert. He could feel the air currents going around the building okay. and sense that something was up. Oh, brother! I. The other unrealistic part for me is that he falls into the river. That's what I thought you were going to say. Yes. <clears throat> and he survives the hypothermia. And this, like, and that to me, it's instant death. This if is, you fall into water. Yes. And it's like below freezing, you're going you're to die. You're just dead. Instantly yes. dead. Fall over dead. Yeah. You had the same reaction during Cliffhanger when yeah. Stallone fell through. You're like, the movie's over. <laughs> he just fell into the mountain ice water. <laughs> 
So uh, I was looking up trivia about this movie yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was giggling because so many actors, so many men uh-huh. were offered this role and turned it down. Really? Like it's crazy. Kenneth Branagh, George Clooney, Kevin Costner, Johnny Depp, Daniel Day-Lewis and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Can you imagine? Did you say Daniel Day-Lewis? I did. I cannot even I want Who to see that. I want to see the what like the greatest actor of his generation. He, oh. he played Lincoln in the Lincoln movie. Oh, you he, always say that for he's me. He's won okay. an Oscar. Like, he's okay. like a deep method character actor. Like, he like goes in and pretend he is that person. Okay. Like, when he was Lincoln, you were talking to him and he was like answering his Lincoln. Like, cool. he doesn't break character. Um, <clears throat> also, Mel Gibson, but he had just huh. finished doing um, Braveheart and he was like, I need to go home. I've been away from home way too long yeah, yeah. during that. Um, Ray Fiennes. Like just every, everybody, in everybody. That. Yeah. Um, oh, Hugh Grant, another. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really want to see this movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like, uh, I'd like Only to if see- Danny DeVito's by his side, yeah. pronouncing all the words yes, correctly. Exactly. Seeing him do all the different accents and stuff would have been hilarious. That would have been amazing. <laughs> and just seeing him try to fit in into like the whole purpose of the saint is he blends in. Right. Arnold right. Schwarzenegger's just body type do does not blend in. Like yeah. it's impossible. <laughs> wow. That's that's hilarious. Hmm. So um in watching it, like were there things that you didn't remember correctly or that were different from what how you remembered it? <sighs> I don't think I I don't think I misremembered anything. No, because I watched this movie uh, a lot. I mean, I, this is probably my sixth time seeing it, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. something. I watched it a lot in the 90s. Um, I, I just I always enjoyed it. Yeah, there's nothing I misremembered. I do love, though, like, it's a weird... The generation I am, whenever I see a good old-fashioned Cold War-esque plot... Mm-hmm. It like plugs into like my lizard brain from when I was a kid and the Cold War was still happening. And, you know, anyway, it, it's like a, it, it's a guilty pleasure for me. Like Red Dawn is another example of a guilty pleasure movie for me. So this like is a fun adventure movie, but it also taps into that guilty pleasure. Imagining post Cold War era type thing, which is what I enjoyed about it. Hmm. Speaking of the actors, though, for this movie, mm-hmm. I like forgot if i knew this i forgot but this has a super low rotten tomato score and people other people apparently did not like this movie on the internets really yes val kilmer was nominated for he got a razzie nomination for lead actor and you know you know razzies are no it's not good it's the opposite of the oscars (laughs) it's like the worst performances of the year and he got a nomination for the worst performance of a leading actor in a film for this but he didn't win Okay. Well, or lose, whichever you do for that. <laughs> the winner, though, was Kevin Costner for The Postman. Oh. <laughs> which is also another movie I love. So I'm like, what are these Razzie people? I really want to look at the movies from this year and be like, come on, seriously. So anyway. So did it not do well in the box office? Um, like, I, I don't remember. I don't recall it doing poorly. Did you see it in the theater? Did you already see oh, yeah. that? I saw it in theaters at least one time. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure I saw it more than that, though. I don't remember what the box office hall was. Sorry. Oh, wait. Um. I mean, actually, no, it didn't do well. <laughs> it, it it The budget was $68 million. Oh, wow. That's a big budget. Yeah. And its gross in the U.S. was $61 million. Hmm. 
which is not good. But worldwide, it made 118, so it recouped its money. But a lot of times, in order to for a movie to really be successful, it's got to like double what it what it costs. So they part of the filming they was in a library and they closed the library down, mm-hmm. and it was like almost it was just a, before exam times, and so the students were really angry, hmm. like upset that like we have to study for exams, and now you're filming a movie and you closed our library down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, a lot of it. I was surprised at how much takes place in Russia. Like they can't seem to get out of that country and they mm-hmm. keep coming back to it. But it was like the political intrigue of it was really interesting. I enjoyed that aspect of it too. So it wasn't just, yeah. Um, it was more than a mission impossible. Like it was more, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, something like altruistic, like trying to oh, yeah. deliver like free, clean energy to yeah. people who need it. Mission impossible is just the world is going to end. Or a lot of people are going to die, typically. So, yeah. Yeah. Usually. So, this it was different than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the hair? I need to come back to the hair. What was the best hair in the film? I haven't commented on it enough for you. you I'm just curious if you agree. I think the son had the best hair in the movie. Um, It's really between the son and the dad. I liked the dad's really? hair a lot. Yeah. Wow. That's it was a-, a little less floofy. Uh-huh little it was less luffy that's yeah true. it was aragorn hair <laughs> wow okay <laughs> that's a very specific call there okay. like it's the same color i should probably be happy about this because i'm closer to the dad's age probably than i am to the son's age so <laughs> i should be happy that you prefer the older hair so yeah i'm gonna take the win on that okay <laughs> what um if you were the saint what character would you have like name a character you would do like you would make up hmm i don't know any like i don't you don't know have any... to pick an actual saint i'm just saying like pick a character though like, oh well for your undercover when you assume another identity okay um <laughs> i really i have one for you i really want to do i mean i naturally i'd be a great librarian <laughs> <laughs> okay okay um also like soccer mom i think soccer i could pull that mom. off really well <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Right. That is genius. But then, because we're talking about saints and mm-hmm. and the the the, the church, um, uh, Sister Mary from um, the Sound of Music. I thought <laughs> when you said that Maria, that's Maria. Oh, Maria. Oh, I knew I was going to. When get you it said wrong. Mary, I rightfully thought Sister Act because that's Sister Mary, whatever. I don't remember. Uh, my other so favorite nun. Picture you as Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> How does that work? Uh, Okay. Yeah. I really wanted you to do your Pippin accent and, and just be have like an, an a, like a weird amalgus Irish Scottish accent. And, and I would never get away oh, with talking be, to someone in accent. It, I can't keep it. it would be I can't wonderful. keep an accent for more than two phrases or whatever. So mm, okay, or m- maybe not even more than one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So it would it would always be. Mm. I don't think I would change mm-hmm. on my accent. Nice. I would be an over the top. Probably a Russian guy, I think. Mm. I'd, do, I'd have a Russian mm-hmm. guy who's just big and bombastic and over the top, who who makes so much noise that you don't notice him and you dismiss him. That would be my one of my characters. The best thing about when they were filming in Russia was like mm-hmm. all he had to do to blend in was like throw on a big coat and a furry hat. Yeah. And that, he did that several times. That's true. And it yeah. worked every time. <laughs> so what, if any, messages do you think were in this film? Um... Before we get to that, there Ooh. was one more trivia thing that I found really interesting. Please. Um, you know the phone that he used? Yeah. Well, 
yeah, it's like a Nokia, yes. yeah, yeah, Nokia, and it had like the mm-hmm. keypad it and flipped everything. Open. Yeah. yeah, horizontally. Yeah, that was like cutting edge tech of oh, the time. Yeah, and the director, someone on set had it, and mm-hmm. the director thought it was a prop <gasps> that it had been made for the character, yeah. and then he was like, you know, when he found out that it was a real mm-hmm. phone, he was like, oh, that's what Templar is going to use for sure. That's his phone. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I I remember when those came out, like just the concept of the cell phone that opened like that. And it, we had one. It was awesome. It, it's such a different feeling. And this is very much like the BlackBerry movie. It's like the sensation of clicking on a keyboard, mm-hmm. which you don't really get anymore. But it was a really, it was really satisfying. I loved that phone. It was very grounded in, it was, I, I did too. It's very grounded in a specific time and place. It reminds me of like, uh, the ring of an old phone from like the 80s or the 70s, how that was, mm-hmm. or the clicking of different knobs and buttons from the 40s and 50s and different technology, like on radios, you know, the yeah. chunk, chunk, clicking yeah. them. Anyway, very much felt like that, that phone. <laughs> yeah, totally. Anyway, okay, so, so message. Yes, message. I don't know. I don't know. You can go first. You've had many years to think about this movie. The message of this film is man, wear your crazy out. <laughs> just wear your crazy out and eventually you'll find the person that's right for you because that's what the saint did <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting like you get the backstory mm-hmm. but you don't really know why he turned to theft like he could have gone anyway like he could have become just a super i don't know yeah i mean it didn't have to be that's true thievery. Like, that's true like i think he had they established pretty the early scenes established just bucking the system, not mm. wanting to engage with the structure that's around him and wanting to do his own thing, oh. which very much goes into thieving, I think. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's something about their relationship where she keeps asking, like, who are you really? And she didn't give up mm-hmm. on, like, asking him who he was. Yeah. And I don't even know if he ever said his real name to her. He did. He did. He said Simon the Magician. That's his real name. Oh, yeah. Okay. He did say that. Mm-hmm. I don't it know. It was such a, it was like buried amongst all the things. I think it's more about doing the right thing. Like, and maybe it just took him like being in love with her to see what the right thing was. Mm-hmm. But instead of like, you know, keeping the formula to cold fusion and selling it to the highest bidder. Yeah. Um, he saw that it was actually better to like give it away and let mm-hmm. let the people have it because that was what was needed and was good. Okay. I thought of another message. Yeah, go for it. If you ever fall into a frozen river, <laughs> immediately get the person out of the water, yeah. strip your clothes off and just jump on top of them. <laughs> <laughs> that also was probably the most unlikely scenario. Yeah. Actually, it was more unlikely that none of the Russians would have narked on them until like way after they were in that building. But anyway. That was almost like like a Hallmark mm-hmm. moment where mm-hmm. it's like too too convenient. Yeah. But I know. Anywho. It was a lot of this was really fun to watch. It was a fun romp. Good soundtrack too. Check it out on Spotify or wherever yes. you listen to the things, but it's a great nineties throwback soundtrack. Yes. Okay. So it has um, Moby, uh-huh. Daft Punk, uh-huh. Underworld, yeah. Duran Duran, David Bowie, mm-hmm. um, Duncan Sheik. Do you remember him? Yes. And um, Sneaker Pimps, that song that they do in this movie is awesome. <laughs> and then other bands that I don't remember. Oh, Luscious Jackson. Oh, my gosh. 
What? Luscious Jackson. I don't remember who Luscious Jackson is. Okay, well, I'll play it for you later. Okay. You will, you'll recognize that. All right. Well, all right. That was, that was a lot of fun. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap.